It's a chilly but bright, sunshiny day at Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota. Hi, everybody. Al Hilfer here along with Monty Moore, and we're getting ready to bring you the play-by-play account of the first game of a four-day, four-game afternoon series with the Minnesota Twins, who, by the way, are doing quite well in the Western Division of the American League. They're tied with the Chicago White Sox with six wins and four losses apiece and playing 600 ball. So it's going to be the Minnesota Twins and the Oakland A's here this afternoon. For the Twins, it will be Dean Chance, the big right-hander, getting his first start of the year. He has no record so far. He's pitched only five innings, appearing in one ball game. And going for the Oakland A's will be Chuck Dobson, whose record is one and one. So those are the two pitchers who will be starting in this afternoon's ball game, and we'll have the starting lineups for you in just a moment. Hitting seven. 
Heading number eight will be the veteran John Roseboro doing the catching. Roseboro doing the catching. And the pitcher for the Minnesota Twins will be Dean Chance, a big right-hander. As far as Dean Chance is concerned, he has appeared in only one game this year, going, as I said a few moments ago, just five innings. He pitched that Seattle Wednesday night. He allowed three runs. Two of them were earned. He gave out three hits and walked five with two strikeouts. Then Ron Paranowski had to come in to wind it up with a 6-4 win over Jack Aker. As of this date, a year ago, this big fella, Dean Chance, had only a record of 2-1. and one. But right now, he is 0-0. Again, let us tell you that the temperature is uh, very chilly, and we have a lot of bright, brilliant sunshine. We have a lot of wind here at the stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota. What wind we do have seems to be blowing straight out towards center field from home plate. Once in a while, it'll veer off and blow out toward left. A surprisingly small crowd here this afternoon to witness this one as we'll get it underway. To tell you about the um, distances to the power alleys in left and right center field, 365 feet, 358 down the right and left field sides, and uh, 430 feet to the batter's backdrop in center field. So this is quite a large ballpark, especially for a center fielder to be operating. Right now the Minnesota Twins are coming out to take their defensive positions on the field, and we'll spot them for you. For Minnesota, at first base will be Rich Reese. At second base will be Rod Carew. The shortstop will be Leo Katniss. And at uh, third base will be Harmon Killebrew. Out in left field, we have Greg Nettles. In center field, Ted Ulander. In right field, we'll have Tony Oliva. Behind the plate will be John Roseboro. And a lot of our friends remember him as a catcher with the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League. Johnny Roseboro and the pitcher is Dean Chance. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. Sal Bando to follow if he's needed. Dean Chance on the mound, making his first start for the Minnesota Twins. 
He has no record so far this year. Again, repeating, he's pitched against Seattle. He pitched five innings, and he did not get a decision. Stiff wind blowing out toward left and left center field, and also it will swirl once in a while and go to direct center field. But it's uh, quite a poke to hit the ball out of here to the center field pasture, 430 feet. So we're just about ready now for the umpire behind the plate. Jim Odom to call for the batter up. We have uh, Odom, Rungi, Barnett, and Drummond, the umpires assigned here for this series at uh, Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota. It's the Minnesota Twins and the Oakland A's. Action about to begin. Campanera stepping up to the plate. Money, you ready, buddy? Good afternoon, everybody. Campanera's moving in with a 104 batting average. Little guy had a busy day yesterday. Down in Kansas City in the doubleheader. The first pitch at a call strike from Dean Chance. Dean Chance, the workhorse of the American League, is the only pitcher going today who, for the past seven years, has worked at least 200 innings a year. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Campanero swings and fouls it down. Strike two. Chance is one of the fastest working pitchers in the American League. Very deceptive. He's a tough guy on right-handers. We're liable to see some wind-blown home runs here today. The wind is 27, gusting to 35 miles an hour, blowing out from home plate. The direction is changing somewhat. It'll blow towards left field, towards center, and towards right, but it's all blowing away from the plate. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Sliders high, ball one. Chance last year struck out 234 batters. He's been one of the top pitchers in the American League ever since he came in with the Angels. Here's the pitch. Campy swings and fouls it off. Tom Reynolds will bat second for the A's here in the first inning, and then Reggie Jackson. The Twins are hot. They've won six games in a row. First time we saw the Twins, they had just won their first game after losing their first four. But they are a team to beat in the Western Division. Everybody knows that. Here, chances pitch to Campy over, to, over his head, ball two. Two balls, two strikes to count. They had bad weather here yesterday in Minnesota. It was awfully cold for their game with California. Two and two pitch. Campanero swings and misses strike three. And he's out of there on strikes. And that's 14 strikeouts against Campanero so far this year. Campy is right now in an early season slump. Probably he reached his peak in winter ball where he hit about 370 for average. And then in spring training where he hit and hit and hit. But a guy can only keep a peak like that so long, and Campy hit his slump to start the season. Here now is Tommy Reynolds. Boy, this young guy's been hot. He's had six hits in the last three games. The pitch to him. Bouncing ball is short. Cardenas makes the play near second, throws the first, and they're two down very quickly. Reynolds, coming to the plate that time, was carrying a batting average of 400. Reggie Jackson hit possibly the longest home run ever hit in Kansas City yesterday. Ball hit way, way up on the scoreboard there. And there are many estimates as to how far the ball traveled. But there's no question about how far it would have gone if it hadn't hit the scoreboard. It hit it so hard it bounced back some 50 feet onto the playing field. Jackson hitting 139 with two home runs. Here's the pitch from Chance. High and outside, ball one. Reggie's been up 36 times, has five base hits. He has three runs batted in. All of his hits are 
three of his five hits have been extra base blows. Here's the pitch. There's a drive in the right center field going right straight at Ulander, and he makes a nice running catch. So Jackson is out, and the A's go one, two, three here in the top half of the first inning. The score, the A's nothing, and the Twins coming to bat. Well, say, how would you like to get out one of these nights and uh, catch all the action at an Oakland A's ball game? Thrilled with the excitement of the crowd, and cheer the players, and yell at the umpire, and enjoy baseball at its finest. Well, all you have to do is get the family together, pile them right in the car, and then take right off. And along the way, you might want to stop at a Richfield station and fill up with Richfield Imperial Boron, the big mileage maker gasoline that gives you extra miles in every tank full. Extra miles so you can get out and live a little extra. Why not plan an evening around an Oakland A's ball game? Fill up your tank with the big mileage maker, Richfield Imperial Boron, and then take off. So we'll see you at the ball game. Checked opposite, hard throwing Oakland A's right-hander who won his last game, going all the way, beating the California Angels on a four-hitter. He had lost his opener to the Kansas City Royals, going only four and a third innings, and that one allowing four hits. Chuck was wild in that game. He wilder than normal. He walked three in just uh, four and a third innings, and that for him is a little bit wild. That will be a little tough today with all that wind blowing for the pitchers to throw the ball exactly where they want to. Minnesota Twins under Billy Martin had a pretty good spring training record then a very disappointing start to their season but they've got the horses and there's no doubt about it they're one of the best hitting ball clubs in the American League leadoff batter is Ted Ulander center fielder for the Twins hitting 256 Ulander, one of the top hitters in the American League last year, finished something like seventh or eighth in the league. All right, Chuck Dobson has his defense set up now and looks in for the sign from Jim Pagliaroni. And the last half of inning number one is underway. Here comes the pitch. Started him off with a curveball, high and outside, ball one. In 13 innings this year, Chuck Dobson has struck out 12 batters. He better throw out an anchor. It's about to blow him right off the mound out there right now. You can see his uniform whipping around. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Curve. It's a little low. Ball two. At the top of the Twins' batting order, it's Ulander, Carew, and Oliva, three straight left-handed batters. They, as a matter of fact, have loaded up their lineup today with six lefties. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Fastball whistle in there. Call strike. Dobson against the Twins has a lifetime record of four wins and seven losses. Here's his pitch. There's a drive in the left center field. Hit awfully hard. Tommy Reynolds to his left. Makes a shoestring diving rolling catch. Oh, he's got it. Tommy Reynolds with a sensational grab in left center field. Listen to the hand for Tommy, an opposing player. grab by Reynolds. He caught that ball with a headlong dive. He rolled over, did about a flip and a half, and held the ball. How about that one, Al? Well, he proved another thing to us right there, Monty, that he's not afraid to dive for that ball. Go for it and take that uh, that gamble, and it paid off that time. And alive. To get it is one thing, but to hold on to it while you're rolling over and over in that outfield is really something. Now here's Rod Carew hitting 389. 
Matt Skies, American League All-Star second baseman, as a rookie. Thompson's pitch to him, the curve, a little high, ball one. Carew, so far this year, has two runs batted in. He's not hit a home run. Good ball player. He came right out of Class A ball into the starting second base position for the Twins. Here's 1-0 pitch. Fastball punted out and fouled off. So it's one ball and one strike. Well, what a way to start a ball game. That Reynolds really turned in a spectacular defensive play in left field. I guess the best way to explain uh, what he did, Monty, was say, uh, did you ever see anyone dive into a pool and take a belly whopper? That's the way he went after that ball. Here's the wine of the 1-1 pitch. Fast ball sliced off foul into the crowd. Well, one of the greatest things about the big leagues is to watch these guys do their thing and chasing a baseball and coming up with it. Tremendous defensive plays, to me, are about the most exciting things that happen in a ball game. And the A's have one of the outstanding defensive aggregations around. Here's a 1-2 pitch. Fast ball lined in the right center field, and that ball's going to be in for a base hit. Rick Mundy backhands the ball. Carew on his way to second. Mundy's throw in there is not in time. It's a double for Carew. So the Twins have hit two balls hard and two batters off Dobson. One caught. This one not caught. Chuck was out ahead of this guy and threw him a fastball, and he is a fastball hitter. And ripped it out. Now here's the hottest hitter in the league right now, Tony Oliva. This guy's batting 391 with three homers and eight runs batted in. And Oliva is on right now, an eight-game hitting streak. And during those eight games, his average is 471. Three-time American League batting champion. He won the league title as a rookie. Now Dobson to the stretch. Here's his pitch. Curve. Strike gets called in there. The Twins with Carew, Oliva, Killebrew have some of the outstanding punch in the American League in the middle of their lineup. They've got pretty good speed. One strike count on Oliva, runner at second base. There's one out here in the first. Dobson holding a long time. Now throwing to the plate, a fastball fouled off. So Chuck's ahead of this batter at no balls, two strikes. Oliva is a batting box manicurist. He is always moving his feet around, straightening out the dirt. He'll smooth it out for about a minute and then take another minute to dig a hole right where he's been smoothing. No balls, two strikes to count to him. The hot dog wrapper just rolled out in front of the plate and Oliva picked it up, put it in his left hip pocket. and sets, here's his pitch. Fastball bounced back to the mound. They've got a runner trapped on the way to third, and Carew is tagged out. Good play by Chuck Dobson. Carew trying to go off second towards third. He never did even slide. He was out so far. Dobber threw the ball to Bando, put the tag on. So there is a mighty big out for Dobson. And here's the big one, the big brew, Harmon Killebrew. There's an awesome bullseye target in the upper deck in left field here, representing about a 500-foot home run. And it's marked where Killebrew hit one. Readily recognizable when you come into the ballpark. The seats out there are green and blue, and they painted a big orange and white bullseye to indicate where he hit one. Oliva at first base. 
Here's a pitch to Killebrew. Curveball high and inside. Ball one. Looks like Cyclops out there behind left field. <laughs> Killebrew hitting 316 for the year with two homers, seven runs batted in. He's led the American League in home runs many times over. Oliva's got pretty good speed. They don't do a whole lot of running, however, with Killebrew on at the plate. Here's Fitch. Curveball hit on the ground. Bando to his left comes up with it. Goes the short route for the third out to Dick Green at second. The force coming down Oliva. So the A's turned in two good defensive plays here in this inning to keep a run down. So we go now to the end of the first inning with a score. The Oakland A's nothing and the Minnesota Twins nothing. If you like to know where you stand when it comes to what you pay in automotive expenses, gasoline, for example, and the daily upkeep of your car, well, here's an easy way. Get an Atlantic Richfield credit card, and you'll get a receipt with each purchase of gasoline and an itemized bill at the end of every month. Now, doesn't that sound better than playing a hit-and-miss operation with your family budget? Oh, and in addition, an Atlantic Richfield credit card lets you charge things like Hertz Rent-A-Car, hotel and motel rooms, and meals at good restaurants. So if you're planning a vacation trip or just a weekend drive, you'll want to take along this handy little card instead of all that cash. Now why not stop by Richfield Service Station today and pick up an application? With an Atlantic Richfield credit card, you always know where you stand. Buddy? Chance pitches now into the top half of the second inning against Sal Bando, Danny Cater, and Dick Green, for whom happy birthday was just played. Dick is 28 years old today. Dick grew up not too far away from here, up north in Rapid City, South Dakota. Here's Sal Bando coming on now. Sal's batting 308. He was stopped in the first game of yesterday's doubleheader without a hit. He had an eight-game hitting streak. At that time, it was the second game of the doubleheader. He had two hits in the first game. Sal, 308, he's got two home runs, has knocked in six runs. Here's Dean Chance winding and pitching, low and away, ball one. John Roseboro behind the plate for the Twins. He did not play in the only other game the A's met Minnesota. That was in Oakland for an afternoon game last Tuesday. 1-0 pitch. That's fastball inside, two balls, no strikes. Mando yesterday. A double. He's got two doubles. He had them both in Kansas City, almost in the identical same spot. He came to the plate with a chance to break the game wide open in that second game, and so did Cater and Green, and none of them could come through as the Kansas City pitchers got pretty tough. It was Mo Drabowski in that particular instance, and then the Royals went on to win. The A's fought from behind yesterday, four to nothing. That pitch is outside ball three. Three and no delivery to Bandos down the middle, call strike. has received seven bases on balls this year. He's batting cleanup for the A's. 3-1 pitch. Swing, and he fouls it off. So it's full count of three balls, two strikes. You can really look down on this field and tell where the football uh, bleachers were this year. They play professional football in here, and they've had to resod it all, and it's not quite the same color. 3-2 pitch. Bando takes inside ball four. Chance loses a man to start the second inning. So Bando has been the most walked man the A's have. Here comes Danny Cater to the plate. Danny hitting 317. He's hit in every game the A's have had except three. 
had one hit in each of yesterday's games with a doubleheader, but went two for nine for the day. Danny has four runs batted in. There's no score. We're in the top of the second. Happy to have you with us today. Here's the pitch to Cater. Curve high. Ball one. The Twins have two different lineups they use, one against right-hand pitching, one against left. Against the right-handers, Harmon Killebrew plays third base, and Rich Reese first. Against left-handers, Reese is out of the lineup, and Killebrew moves over to first base. Dean Chance turns and lobs the ball slowly back over to first. Dean has a lot of uh, leg and body motion on his delivery to the plate. He's pretty easy to run on once in a while. 1-0 pitch. Cater swings through a fastball. It's 1-1 one one now. Johnny McNamara flashing a bunch of signs out to Cater and across to Bando. 35-mile-an-hour wind whipping out across the diamond here in Minnesota this afternoon. Here's Bitch. Cater hits one off the glove of the pitcher near second. Cardenas gets it, steps on second for one, throws to first for a double play. Danny Cater hits into a double play. It hit off the glove of the pitcher, Dean Chance, and that's the only thing that kept the ball from going out into center field for what would have been a base hit. So now they're two down and nobody on, and the batter is Dick Green. Green had a big day yesterday in Kansas City. His batting average is now at 386. He's had 17 hits and 44 at-bats. Pitch to him. Inside and high, ball one. Green leaps the A's and runs batted in with 10. And he uh, was at that plate with a lot of men on yesterday. He could have added a lot to that. 1-0 pitch. Inside, ball two. Dick had two triples in the first game yesterday and knocked in three runs for the A's. And it was his triple off Dave Wickersham knocking in two that just knocked that uh, first ball game out of whack. 2-0 pitch. He started a swing, and he did. The plate umpire said, I didn't see it, and he asked for help from the first base umpire. And Larry Barnett, the umpire over there, says, yes, he did. So there's a little teamwork on the part of the umpires. It's now two balls and one strike. Here's Chance pitching. That's low ball three. Chico Cardenas. Shortstop for the Minnesota Twins, a big addition to their ball club this year. There's a pitch to Green, and he fouls it off. Strike two. The Twins last year definitely had a hole in their defense at shortstop. They played Jackie Hernandez and a fellow by the name of Rennick. And just about everybody else. Tovar played there some. Clark played there. They never could find a shortstop. During the winter, Calvin Griffith found one. A two-time All-Star shortstop in the National League, Cardenas gave up a left-handed pitcher for him. Here's a payoff pitch to Green. Fastball swung on and missed, strike three, and Dean Chance still is not allowed a base hit as he goes through two innings. Against Oakland, the score after a, an inning and a half is nothing to nothing. Fill up your free moments with middle-of-the-day adventure. Fill up with Richfield Imperial Boron because in your life, you have many roads you have to travel. And only a few afternoons between duty and decision to be free. To be free to do some secret silly thing. To go off by yourself and find a hidden beach. Find a woods or a cove or a path where you can jog or turn cartwheels. With no one gawking. 
give yourself a middle-of-the-day adventure. Go for that long drive with the very mad, impetuous fuel, Richfield Imperial Borog, with extra miles in every tank full. Extra miles to help you live a little extra. Richfield Imperial Boron, because in your life, you have many roads you have to travel. We go into the last half of the second inning now, and up for the Minnesota Twins is Craig Nettles, a real good-looking young outfielder. He is from San Diego, California, and last year at Denver in AAA ball, he had 22 home runs. Joined the Twins late in the season. He had five up here in just a short time. And had 83 runs batted in at Denver with a 297 batting average. So Greg Nettles, who played for Billy Martin last year, and twice was the home run leader in the Pacific Coast League in two different years, comes on. He's a left-handed batter. Against Chuck Dobson, he stands in, and here's the first pitch. Curve dropped in there for a call strike. Nettles hitting 250 with one homer so far for Minnesota. No score in our game. Here's the line on the pitch. Curveball. It's over, but apparently a little low. Ball one. We'll be at the same stand for four afternoons in a row. Unusual to have four straight day games, but this time of year in Minnesota, you don't play at night. Here's a one-on-one pitch. Curve. And it's a little high. Ball two. Thompson has thrown three overhanded curveballs to this left-hand batter. Two balls, one strike. and Pagliaroni taking a while to get together. Now they are. Here's the pitch. A check swing. Pop fly ball out into short center. Dick Green going back for it, and he's got it. And they got Nettles. There's one out of the second, and here is Rich Reese. Left-handed batting first baseman. He had a home run to beat the A's out at Oakland recently. The only home run he's hit this year so far. He's batting 241. Reese played first base for the Twins last year in the last half of the season after Harmon Killerew was derricked in the All-Star game with a badly pulled hamstring muscle. He did such a good job that Billy Martin decided this year to put Reese in that lineup as much as he could against right-handers. The fastball low and away, ball one. There's no score. There's been only one hit in the game, a double by Rod Carew in the first inning. There was almost another one. The only thing that kept it from being a hit was a sensational diving catch by Tommy Reynolds. Fastball through there, call strike to Reese. It's one and one. Only one other game in the American League today, and that one is all over. The Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. The Yankees won it today over the Red Sox, 6-4. to four. Fastball to Reese is outside, 2-1. and one. Thompson has thrown this guy uh, so far nothing but smoke. Chuck rears back and throws a curveball hit on the ground of the shortstop side. Campanero charges full speed, comes up with it, and takes his man out. Two down. Now here's Leo Cardenas, the shortstop. Out the Minnesota Twins, and this guy's on a hot hitting streak, too. He's hit safely in six games in a row now. Starting this game, they had some guys who were hot. Oliva had hit safely in eight in a row. 
Mabru and Cardenas had hit in six in a row. Cardenas is batting right now for the Twins, 282. If he hits anywhere close to that, with his defensive addition, these Twins are going to be a much, much tougher ball club than they were last year. Matter of fact, the way they have other people who hit, this guy doesn't have to hit a whole lot. Aguirone gives the sign to Chuck Dobson. Here's the pitch. Low and outside ball one. The A's on a long road trip. Play here four days, then up in Seattle for three, and then down into California for two at uh, Anaheim. Curveball is low and inside, 2-0. and oh. Next home game will not be until May the 2nd for the A's. That starts the weekend against Seattle. 2-0 pitch. Low, it's three balls and no strikes. Leo Cardenas, the shortstop. To be followed by John Roseboro. Two out, second inning, there's no score. Dimer's 3-0 pitch. Hits the middle, call strike. pitch coming down. Bouncing ball to short. Big hop up for Campanaris. And it's three up, three down inning as Campy goes skater on the throw. After two innings of play here at the Mets Stadium in Minnesota, it's the A's and the Twins. Nothing, nothing. Richfield has a new disappearing act. Now you see it. your tank with Imperial Boron. Check your tires, or battery, or oil and water, or replace a winking headlight. Otherwise, you don't see us. Richfield planned it that way, with buildings and shrubs that make Richfield stations blend into the neighborhood. to be ugly to be good. Atlantic Richfield Company. Well, it's Rick Monday. To lead it off down the third inning for the A's. Rick, yesterday, crashed the longest home run he's ever hit, certainly, and one of the longest ever hit at Municipal Stadium in Kansas City is he and Jackson went for the tape yesterday down in Kansas City. Monday had that hit and one more to snap out of Zero for 19 streak. Rick now is batting 111 with one over. He has three runs batted in. I do believe it started to sprinkle rain, Mr. Moore. People are moving around a little bit for some reason. Out in the stands. Well, it's kind of cloudy here. I don't think they're expecting too much rain today. We've had sunshine off and on, and the wind is strong enough that it could be rainy 30 miles from here and it'd only take an hour to get here. It's been blowing 35 miles an hour out of the northwest. Dean Chance completing his warm-up tosses. This guy in 1967 had quite a year here for the Twins. He pitched two no-hitters that year. 
about to hold out. He had declared uh, during his contract negotiation with the Minnesota Twins that they didn't come up with another $5,000, I believe they said it was, uh, that they would, uh, that he would hold out this year, wouldn't even play baseball, would get out of the game. And some benefactor, uh, some friend of his, a business friend of his from somewhere, uh, came up with the idea that uh, he wanted a chance to be in uh, baseball. He felt that Dean was of more value in baseball than out of baseball, which has got to be the case if you're depending on a man for his reputation. So the guy uh, paid chance to $5,000 himself right out of his own pocket to get a chance to come into the game. So in one of the most unusual bits of contract uh, negotiation that's ever happened in baseball. Right now, I believe they're waiting for the lights to be turned on. It's gotten pretty dark here. And uh, in a quick count all around, I see the Twins have nine players on the field. Monday's ready to bat. They've got four umpires. But they're waiting on the lights to be turned on here at uh, the Met Stadium. Some of the natives are getting a little bit restless. <laughs> like to remind you of something uh, that's be coming up on the A's next homestand, May 10th, of course, is bat day at uh, the Oakland Coliseum. So all the youngsters uh, should keep in mind that that is bat day. Well, now we're going to play ball. They've just given me the sign for station break. We'll have to wait, men, until after Monday bats. All right, here's Dean Chance whining and pitching to Rick Monday. Rick lands one to right field. He hits it pretty well down the line, and it's curving. Foul ball. Rick Monday yanked one foul down the line and right. While they're chasing that one, let's pause for station identification. This is the Oakland A's Baseball Network. The Good Life is here on KNBR Radio, the big one in San Francisco. $1,408 in the cash call jackpot. No balls. One strike to count on Rick Monday, the A's center fielder. Here comes the sunshine back out again. Chance throws. Monday takes a slider for a call strike right at the knees. And this is the third inning. It'll be Monday, Paglioni, and Dobson. The A's have not had a hit as yet off Chance. Here's his 0-2 delivery. Five, ball one. two pitch. Monday hits a ground ball to short. Cardenas has him played perfectly near second, throws him out. So there's one away here in the third inning. And that brings up Jim Paglioni, the A's catcher. Pag's been up 17 times this year, has three hits, one of them a homer. Batting average right now is 176. Dean Chance on the mound goes to the wind and delivers. Paglaroni hits a ground ball left side of the infield right at the shortstop. And he throws him out. There are two down here in the third inning. Chance is having an easy go of it so far here against the A's. Here is the pitcher, Chuck Dobson. Chance has been in only one game, oddly enough, for the Twins this year. discovered to contain large amounts of DDT. 
The secretary announced he will set an interim maximum safe level for DDT in fish while awaiting the study's results. Finch said the Agriculture Department has the responsibility for banning or limiting DDT if the HEW study shows it is harmful in any amount. Ron Nesson, NBC News, Washington. Secretary of State William Rogers told an Associated Press luncheon in New York the obvious first step to get the Paris peace talks moving is for both North Vietnam and the United States to start simultaneous withdrawal of forces in South Vietnam. Very short one indeed. For the A's, three up and three down. The score now in the middle of the third. The A's and the Twins, nothing, nothing. It's the same old story every week. Monday through Friday, up by seven, off to work by eight. And after a seemingly endless bumper-to-bumper drive on the freeway, you're at the office by 9 o'clock. Then around 5 or perhaps 5.30, you go through the process again, only this time it's in reverse. This weekend, why not escape the old routine and head off for the country where you can enjoy the uncity-like display of scenery, where you can relax in the freedom of country surroundings. Fill up with Richfield Imperial Boron, the mad impetuous fuel that can't wait to get you places where you can live a little extra, where you can spend some time with yourself thinking about things. Now, if you're tired of the same old story, we suggest you fill up with a mad, impetuous fuel, Richfield Imperial Boron. It gives you extra miles in every tank full, extra miles that help you get out to the country where you can have fun living a little extra. Atlantic Richfield Company. to Johnny Roseboro. Starting the last half of the third inning. There's a gale-like wind blowing here in Minnesota right now. Temperature, they said at game time, was 64 degrees, but that wind drives it down to where it's more like 44, I think. Roseboro, left-handed batting catcher. Hitting 400, he's been up 15 times, has six hits. John didn't help the Twins very much the first half of last season, but he came on pretty strong with the bat in the second half of the season. Finally caught up with American League pitchers, as he didn't know them very well. Here's the pitch. It's inside a hole, ball one. With Roseboro and George Mitterwall, the Twins are pretty well equipped with catchers, a veteran and a youngster. 1-0 pitch. Strike called. It's 1-1. One one. Roseboro hurt the A's last year quite a bit. He had some big hits, knocking in runs. Curveball, beautiful pitch call, strike two. One ball, two strikes on Roseboro. He'll be followed by Dean Chance and Ted Ulander here in the third. The scoreless game so far. Robert fires a curveball, a check swing roller toward third. That's going to be a tough play. Mando picks it up barehanded, throws the first base, and it's not in time. John Roseboro gets a hit trying to get out of the way of a pitch. Jobs down the third baseline. Vandal is playing over for the left-handed batter. Dobson made a real good pitch on him. Roseboro has been fooled badly. Tried to back away, and the ball hit his bat. Rolled so slowly down the third baseline, Vandal didn't have a chance at him. So it's a leadoff single for Roseboro, bringing to the plate Dean Chance. And since Chance is not one of the world's greatest hitters, you got to look for a bunt right here. Charging the plate. Here's the pitch. It's taken low and outside. Ball one. A's once in a while will put on a play where they have 
the second baseman, Dick Green, charged the plate rather than the first baseman. It allows him to hold the runner on first a little longer. They just call Chance down for a little talk, possibly to say if that guy charges that way again, then try to hit it. Now, Green once in a while will fake coming in like that and then back up. Now Green's right up in his face next to the pitcher almost. Here's the pitch. Chance tried to punch it by him that time and missed it strike one. So that's exactly what they told him. If the second baseman comes in again, try to poke it by him. Diener's had a little trouble down through the years trying to make contact, let alone trying to guide it where he hits it. One ball, one strike. Green's right up there again. So is Bando. Here's the pitch. It's taken low, and Chance, that time, did not square around as though he wanted to punt. Two balls, one strike, nobody down. We're in the third inning of the game. Roseboro leading away from first base. Here's the pitch. Chance takes low, ball three, and Dobson's got to throw strikes to get this guy out. Find himself in a real jam. Two on and men at the top of that batting order coming up. Three balls, one strike. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Dobson walks the And that can only mean trouble. Lose a guy like Chance, you're giving them something. Which they don't need to be given. Now here is Ted Ulander. Elander hit that line drive in the left center field on which Tommy Reynolds made the great catch in the first inning. Well, that really changes things now. The Twins have runners at first and second and nobody down in the top of the batting order up here. Elander kept looking for his third base coach to give him a sign. Now, he was putting on a pretty good decoy or the coach didn't give him one. Dobson down to the stretch now. Here's the pitch. Curve high, ball one. He showed no signs of a bunt that time. They've got the big guys coming up behind. Two balls, one strike, nobody down. We're in the third inning of the game. and Dobson's got to throw strikes to get this guy out. Or he'll find himself in a real jam. Two on and men at the top of that batting order coming up. Three balls, one strike. Decoy, or the coach didn't give him one. 
Chuck Dobson down to the stretch now. Here's the pitch. Curve high, ball one. He showed no signs of a bunt that time. You've got the big guys coming up behind. chance at first. The Dobson's pitch. Elander swings and fouls off a curve. Strike two. That was a real good pitch by Dobson then. It was right around the knees. So it's one ball, two strikes. and checks up on the runner down at second, throws to the plate, a curve ball, line to right field, base hit. Reggie Jackson comes in on the ball, and they're going to hold the runner at third. Bases loaded, nobody down for Rod Carew. Dan Ulander rips one out into right field. Single. Walk and a single. Loaded the bases with nobody out, and here is Rod Carew, who doubled in the first inning. Girl coming down from first base coaching box to talk to Crew here. Now the A's going to play their infield in this situation. From little things are big innings built. And this inning really had quite an accidental start. Thompson's going to stay in the stretch position here rather than winding up. The pitch, curve, high and outside, ball one. something, you're asking for it. Now Chuck's got to bear down. One old pitch. That's a curve dropping in there for a strike. He has thrown so far mostly overhanded curveballs to Carew. He got ahead of him in the first inning doing the same thing. And then threw him a fastball right over the middle of the plate and Carew doubled. throws. There's a curve again, and it's fouled off. One ball, two strikes. Carew, I believe, broke a bat that time. He's going back for another one. The A's are playing their infield back, hoping for the double play. They would naturally like to go to the plate for one. And then the first. idea here is to play deep enough to knock any ground ball down to keep two runs from scoring in case it gets out there where they can't get the double play. Lando, the only infielder playing what you could call a shallow position. Dobson's one and two pitch. On the way. Curveball swung on a missed strike three. So he got Carew on the curveballs that he abandoned the first time up. This time stayed right with him and got him all the way. Now that's 
Johnson first strikeout. It couldn't have come at a better time. Here is Tony Oliva. Tony was out on a bouncer to the third baseman, actually hit into a fielder's choice. Force out his first time up today. Oliva uses that left foot with the spikes to dig himself a hole in the back part of the batter's box. Pitchers detest having to wait while he digs in on him up there, but he's been doing it since the first day he came in the American League. Stops and down to the belt. Checks up on the runners with a look. He's holding a long time. Now throws a curveball. Lying in the right. A base hit. Here's one run in to score. Jackson picks up that ball, and they're going to hold Dean Chance at third as Reggie comes back in with a line drive throw. It's one to nothing, Minnesota. The hot-hitting Tony Oliva ripped one out into right, and now here's Harmon Killebrew with the bases loaded and still only one out. Dean Chance goes to third, you lander to second base, and Oliva is on. He's hit safely in nine games in a row. Got to be the best hitter in the American League. Now here's Harmon Killebrew, and the outfielders back up.
two or three guys pop off, and then everybody starts hitting the ball, and the Twins have been in one of those hot-hitting streaks their last seven games. 2-0 pitch. Curveball dropped in there, strike one. One strike. Runners from second and third lead. Here's the pitch. Fastball line in the left center. Base hit. Two more runs are going to come in to score. Reynolds picks the ball up. Nettles has knocked in two to make it a five to nothing ball game. And Chuck Thompson is getting belted around awfully, awfully hard here in the third inning. Five to nothing. Still only one out. The runner at first base. Left-handed batter. Played. Thompson throws, and there's a fly ball foul out of play down the right field line. Five-run third inning for the Twins, started by the bottom two men in their order. Jim Rowland is up out of the bullpen for Oakland. He's just now started throwing. One and one. Nettles leading away at first. Thompson's taking so long to get his sign that Reese backs out away. Reese gets in, Dobson backs off the mound. Five to nothing, Minnesota. Dean Chance going. It's early yet. The A's dropped behind four to nothing yesterday in Kansas City and caught up. Here's the pitch. Curve way outside, ball two. Pitches 2-1 with the runner going. There's a bouncing ball to right field. Another base hit. Nettles around second on his way to third. Jackson throws the ball over there. It's too late. On the hit-run play, the Twins execute perfectly with the left-handed batting race, drilling one out into right field. And the Twins now have wired together four consecutive base hits here in the third inning off Chuck Dobson. He loaded the base with nobody out, struck out Rod Carew, and hasn't retired anybody since. They've been hitting the ball hard. Here's the ninth man to come to bat in the inning. It's Leo Cardenas, shortstop. Runners at first and third base. Pitch. There's a fly ball in the shallow right field. Jackson and Green both going out. Green turns around, makes the catch, and the runner at third is going to hold on. Also a runner at first. Two out, and here is John Roseboro, whose accidental check swing base hit down the third base line started this whole five-run inning.
Wells coming out of the dugout now. They've got Jim rolling. There's the motion. That's going to be all for Chuck Dobson. So Chuck was left in. He took quite a beating here in this third inning. Big, uh, the big thing was the walk to Dean Chance. When they were just trying for the bunt, all they wanted to do was uh, get a man in scoring position. And then they walked Dean Chance, and that changed everything because then they switched from the bunt to the hit and let Ted Ulander away and he swung and got a single and then that brought the big guys up and that's all it takes for the twins the big guys come up there and it's boom boom city well uh well we got a new pitcher coming on it'll be jim Rowland, the former twin let's uh check up now and see what uh, is happening otherwise in baseball today and tonight well, there isn't very much happening, Marty. What has already happened has been in the American League where the New York Yankees played the Boston Red Sox up at Boston before 35,190. Up at Fenway Park in Boston, the Yankees defeated the Boston Red Sox 6-4. For New York, six runs, nine hits, and no errors. And for Boston, four runs, 11 hits, and three errors. Mel Stottlemyre went all the way to pitch the shutout for the... Pitch the ball game for the New York Yankees. His record is now 4-0. and And Stang was the losing pitcher for Boston. His record is now 1-2. Otherwise, in the American League, it'll be Seattle at Kansas City tonight. Cleveland will play at Baltimore. Detroit will play at Washington. Over in the National League, it's a full bill of night fair. Philadelphia will be at New York with Woody Fryman going against uh, New York's Gentry. Montreal plays at St. Louis. It'll be Jaster for Montreal and uh, Ray Washburn for St. Louis. Cincinnati and Houston, it'll have Merritt on the mound for Cincinnati going against uh, Blossing Game of Houston. Atlanta plays at San Diego. It'll be Reed going for Atlanta against Kelly of San Diego. San Francisco plays at Los Angeles. And Juan Marshall will go for San Francisco against Singer for Los Angeles. So everything goes tonight. The only two ball games in uh, Major League Baseball this afternoon, both in the American League. And again, repeating, the New York Yankees defeated Boston at Boston today, 6-4. And this ball game right now is in the bottom half of inning number three. And it's uh, still going on with a 5-0 ball game in favor of the Twins over Oakland. And Jim Rowland has just come out on the mound to do the pitching now for the Oakland A's. Money. Been in only two games for the A's this year. Uh, he's going to be in the bullpen for Oakland. In the two games, he's pitched a total of only one inning. As far as getting credit, he came into one game and was uh, tagged for three earned runs. Basically, because he was wild, he walked a couple of batters and gave up one hit. And then the man who came on behind him as reliever gave up the hits that allowed those men to score. Now pitching to John Roseboro. Pitch to him is swung on and hit up into the air in the right center field. Jackson and Monday closing in on it. And as they move together, it's Monday who makes the catch. So Roland makes one pitch and gets out of the inning. In the third for the Twins, five runs, six hits. There are no errors and two left on. After three innings of play, the score is the Twins five and the A's nothing. Back in the old West, an ace in the hole was a man's ticket to a big win. Or a shootout on Main Street. Today in the New West, the ace in the hole is your ticket to live a little extra. 
It's the getaway card. It's traveler's aid when you need it. It's an Atlantic Ridgefield credit card. It's good for all kinds of things. Gasoline, oil, tires, batteries, accessories at over 70,000 service stations coast to coast. And more. for motels and meals, rent a car, put a whole vacation trip on it and pay in monthly installments. An Atlantic Richfield credit card, a real ace in the hole. Why don't you keep one up your sleeve? Atlantic Richfield Company. Well, the score is five to nothing, Minnesota. Happy Campanera starts it all over. The A's have not had a hit off Dane Chance, so it's a long, hard job ahead. Here's Al Helper. Campanera standing just outside the batter's box, waiting now for the last throw down from the mound. Dean Chance uh, fires it down there, and he's about ready to go. Campaneris has struck out in the ball game. He's only time up the plate. That was in the first inning. He'll be followed by Tommy Reynolds and then by Reggie Jackson. Needless to say, Dean Chance has been about as tough a soul lifter here this afternoon. Only one base runner for the Oakland A's. That was the leadoff man, Bando, in the second inning as a result of a walk. That he was erased a moment later when Cater hit into a double play. No base hits off Dean Chance. Big right-hander delivers the fastball, swung on, and laced out in the center field. Coming on for it is Ulander. Makes the catch running in, and we have one up. One away in the top half of inning number four, and the batter now is Tommy Reynolds. Reynolds moving up to the plate. Has a ground out to his credit so far today. Hit the ball on the ground shortstop, and Leo Cardenas threw him out. Dean Chance with that herky-jerk motion of his. Rocks back into position, twists and throws over the top of the curveball in there for the strike. Tommy Reynolds count, no balls in one strike. Top half inning number four. Pitch, Reynolds swings on a curve and doesn't get it. No balls, two strikes, count on Tommy Reynolds. Reggie Jackson hanging around to be the next hitter. Five runs, seven hits for the Twins. They've committed no errors. No runs, no hits. One error committed by the A's. Pitch to Tommy Reynolds, a little high. His count now is one ball and two strikes. Roseboro pops that mid up as a target. Dean Chance works toward it on a slow curveball, and it's taken on a check swing. One ball, two strike count on Tommy Reynolds. To meet under the bat down on the rubber of home plate and digs in. One two delivery by chance. Swung on by Reynolds, hit down across the carpet to shortstop. Cardenas digs it out, throws low to first base, but Reese comes up with it. And that's all for Reynolds. Two up, two out here in the top half of inning number four. Better coming up now will be Reggie Jackson. Jackson at game time was batting at 139 with a pair of home runs and a real tape measure job he hit at Kansas City yesterday. Came up in the first inning and retired to side with a fly ball to center field to Ulander. That wind is still blowing out toward center and left center field. Perhaps not as uh, stiffly as it was at the beginning of the game, but it's still there. Curve ball dropped in there for the strike, and the count on Jackson now is no balls in one strike. Two down, no base runners, top of the fourth inning, and the Twins are leading this first game of a four-day four-game series by the score of 5 nothing. Chance delivers high and outside. One ball, one strike to count on Reggie Jackson. We had bright, brilliant sunlight to start this afternoon. Then it clouded up. We got some sprinkle. Pitch is swung on, but Jackson, he misses. That's strike two. 
One ball and two strikes. Then that little rain squall passed. Bright sunlight came out again. And now we've got the clouds. So we expect we'll have this all afternoon. One, two delivery to Jackson. High and away to a left-handed batter. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Nobody on top half of the fourth inning. On deck to go next. If Jackson saves him a time out of his bando. Chances pitch is on the inside right up against Jackson's knees. Full count now. Three balls and two strikes. Jackson wants plate umpire Jim Odom to look at this baseball. And he does and throws it out of play. Chance grinding up a new one. He's up and kicks him out out of his spikes on the rubber pitcher's hill. Now he's ready to go. Roseboro's got the mid up. Here's the 3-2 delivery. Swung on and hit slowly down to second base. Up with it is Rod Carew. Snaps the throw over to first base just in time. Reese and they've got Jackson. So three up, three down here. As again, the A's go quietly. It's the fourth inning in which they have gone quietly. Score at the end of three and a half innings of play. It is Minnesota 5 and Oakland nothing. How would you like to get out one of these nights and take in an Oakland A's ball game? together and come on out to the ballpark. Enjoy the excitement, the chatter of the crowd, the hot dogs, peanuts, popcorn, million-dollar scoreboard at the Coliseum and Open. Sound like a good idea, doesn't it? But now, before you do, you want to know who's playing, when, and where. And all the answers are found in the official 1969 Oakland A's schedule card available free at all Richfield service stations. All you have to do is stop by and pick one up, and you'll have an accurate listing of opponents and when and where the games will be played. While you're at it, you'll want to fill your tank with the gasoline that will get you there. Richfield Imperial Boron Gasoline, the big mileage maker, with extra mileage in every tank full. Extra mileage to help you live a little extra at an Oakland A's ball game. So why not get out and play ball at an Oakland A's baseball game? Stop by a Richfield station and pick up one of those Oakland A's official schedule cards. It fits right in your wallet. We'll see you at the ball game. In the last half of the fourth inning, the first man up will be right-handed batting Gene Chance. Ten men came to the plate in the big third inning for the Minnesota Twins, in which they picked up five runs. Jim Rowland, the left-hander, former Minnesota Twin left-hander, makes the first pitch to Chance fastball, low and outside, ball one. Chance drew a walk, trying to sacrifice Roseboro along. Starting that fifth inning, he tries to punt this pitch and foul tips it. One ball and one strike. got off to a rather weekend sort of shaky start in that fifth inning, but they roared out like uh, a lion. The pitch is bunted this time by Chance down the first baseline. It's too short for Danny Cater to make a play on it. But we've got the rain coming down again. Now it's coming down pretty good. We're in the last half, inning number four. It's raining so hard right now that there's a possible chance that uh, they might uh, halt this fair. Chance swings on the next Jim Rowland offering, misses strike three. So one out here in the last half inning number four. They'll try to hurry along and get the top half of this fifth inning in. That is the Minnesota Twins here. Batting left-handed is Ted Ulander. He has one hit in two times, up in a score to run. Last time out, he singled to right field. And the batter takes a pitch under the knees. That'll be ball one. We might have a lot of rain going on now, but we've also got sunshine. 
sidearm delivery. Ulander checks up on the swing, goes about just about halfway. Takes ball two. Outfield playing just about straight away for Ulander. Right side of the infield deep and Bando shallowed up at third base. Big hole in the outfield is the power alley in right center. Pitch right across the middle knee high. Two balls and one strike. Still raining here at Bloomington, Minnesota, Metropolitan Stadium. Folks have gone back to seek the overhang of the stands. Get out of it. There's the crossfire. It's a little bit high to a left-handed batter. Three balls and one strike. Throw and now has gotten behind the Ulander. One out, nobody on. Back half of the fourth inning. Twins are leading at five to nothing by virtue of a five-run uprising in the third inning. There's a fastball fired in there for the strike. So it's a 3-2 count now as Roland works along on his former teammate, Ted Ulander. We still got that wind kicking around here. Let a pitch low below the knees. That'll be ball four. So with one out, Roland coughs up the base on balls. That's the second win to capture first base by the walk route. Now hitting left-handed is Rod Carew. Game time, he was batting at 389. He doubled to right center field in the first inning. Struck out in the third. Rowan works to him, and the pitch is swung at and missed for strike one. Drew sort of tommyhawked at that pitch. Actually, I think it fooled him a little. It's gotten by him. No ball, one strike count. Hugh at first base. Cater on the corner. There's the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Rowan bending that about three-quarter overhand. No balls and two strikes. Young fella out on the mound right now would like nothing better than be able to set his former teammates down. Just one, two, three as they come up. No balls and two strikes. Count on Rod Carew. One out, one on. Pitch with the runner breaking is swung on. The outside pitch is dumped foul off the third base side back into the crowd. Thank you, Tom. No balls, two strikes. Riding right along on Rod Carew. Getting you signed from Pagliaroni. We're in the bottom half, inning number four. No ball, two strike count. Left-handed batting, second baseman Rod Carew. Ulander, the runner at first, draws the throw. That's not in time. Gator's got that ball back to the mound now to left-hander Jim Rowland. Carew waiting. There's a pitch to him. Swung on, and a high pop foul. Spins back to the stands. Off to the left of home plate. Well, the count stays on, too. Well, the rain clouds have gone over. The sun has popped back out again, and the rain has stopped. But it was really belting down here just a minute or two ago. Rowan comes set. Delivers the plate. Pitch is swung on a miss. Strike three. Curveball in there right under the letters. Well, Peru goes down swinging. That's the second strikeout for Rowland. Both of them coming here in this inning. Tony O'Leary was the batter, left-handed hitting right fielder. Has driven in one of the five runs for Minnesota today. Got a single to right field in the third inning. Drove in Roseboro. He's on second base at the time. Pitch plate swung on. Up back foul. And also spins to the stands out of play. No ball, one strike count on Oliva. Game time, batting at 391 with three home runs for the Twins. He has a total now of nine runs batted in. 
Slender left-hand hitter. Spreads out in batter's box. Backs off from a leather pitch right in by the chin. One ball and one strike. Ulander, who after chance struck out, walked, is still on the first base. Carew having struck out. The second out for the Twins. We have a leave up there now swinging. He does right now and dumps a pitch foul out over third base. One ball and two strikes. Oliva's count. Oliva gets on. We'll have the big guy, Harmon Killebrew, up there. Roland looks over at first base, checks his runner. Throws a side armor to the plate. The trip right down and one up to Danny Cater. Nice backhand stab by Danny. He's up with it. Steps on first base, and that's all. Oh, Oliva is robbed of a base hit ticketed for right field. Runs with no hits in the inning. Uh, Roland, he did walk a man, so that left one on for the Twins. They're fourth to be stranded today, and the score at the end of four innings. It's Minnesota five, and Oakland has nothing. Green. Green uh, struck out in the second inning to retire the side. One 
of the two strikeout victims of Chance. Who right now works to him. Drops a curve in there for the strike. Four and two-third innings, Dean Chance, who hasn't allowed a base hit to the Oakland A's. I guess you'd uh, call it pretty tough pitching. There's the fastball, in there for the strike. No balls, two strikes to count on to Green. Monday to follow, should Green get on. Minnesota Twins scored their five runs in the third when the roof fell in on Chuck Dobson. Chance delivers, Green starts to lean, and then takes the snuffed-off curveball outside. One ball and two strikes. It's got Chance, got quite an assortment of pitches. He'll give you a little of this and a little of that. Almost all of it breaks, as this pitch does, and Green fouls it right back below us. One ball, two strikes. Count on Dick Green.
comes over the top this time with a fastball, and again misses just outside about knee high for ball three. Outfield Pander on the left and playing very deep for Killebrew. Tom Reynolds back almost on the warning track in dead left. Real delivery. Outside by a good shade. Ball four. So Killebrew on four pitches is what? That'll be the second base on ball, surrendered by Rowland, the third Minnesota twin to be put on by the free ticket. That brings on Greg Nettles, who came up at the tail end of last year and showed very well for the Minnesota Twins. He played most of his uh, 1968 season at Denver. Greg Nettles, 250 hitter at game time with one home run, has driven in a pair of runs here this afternoon with a single to left center field back in the third inning. Stands just off the plate with a straightaway stance to the pitcher. Bats him left-handed. Squares off and bunts the ball down the first base side. Cater comes in, fields the ball, tags the runner going by. The sacrifice works, and Kilbrew moves down to second base. So, Billy Martin is not content. By any matter means, with the number of runs he has up on the board, and the way his pitcher is going, he wants another one. They got Killebrew in scoring position now down at the Keystone. Here, here is Reese coming to bat, left-handed hitting first baseman. Reese had a single in the big uprising in the third inning. He did not score, nor did he knock in a run. But he can knock in one now with Killebrew at second. Swings on the first pitch and doesn't get it. Jim Rowland offered him the crossfire that time. Reese liked it. 241 hitter. Reese, one of the six left-handers in the lineup today for the Minnesota Twins. Chokes up a little on the handle of the bat. Gillibrew leads off at second base. Roland pitches. Slider, and it's swung on a miss for a strike. No balls and two strikes now to count on Reese. He'll be followed by Leo Cardenas, the shortstop. Carl, coaching at first base for the Minnesota Twins, yells something at Reese, gets his attention. Now Reese digs back in at the plate. Roman, a check of the runner back over the left shoulder. Comes in with a sidearm pitch, a trip foul, right past Johnny Gurl, the coach at first base. No balls and two strikes. A count on Rich Reese. Not only are we playing hide and seek with the sunshine today, but we're also playing hide and seek with the raindrops. Slacked off now and is just sort of misty. The 0-2 delivery. Down at Rad, swung on and missed strike three. So there's the second out now in the fifth inning, and for Roland, that'll be his third strikeout. The batter now is Leo Cardenas, right-hand hitting shortstop. He's like a ghost on that diamond. He glides all over the short field. Game time was batting at 282. And should he rip the ball in uh, that manner for the rest of the year for the Twins, we're going to give them a little extra added punch. They're going to put him on intentionally. They're not going to monkey around with him. They're going to pitch to Roseboro. So there'll be an intentional base on balls given to Cardenas. That'll be the third base on balls given up by Roland. He's just pitched ball two, a pitch ball three and four very wide. They'll put Cardenas on. There's ball three. Or becoming in just a moment. We've lost the sunshine completely now. It's uh, rather gray and overcast overhead. Ball 
Moore putting Cardenas on with an intentional block. Gillibrew is on at second base. He walked. Neville sacrificed him down there, then restruck out. Now Cardenas is given a free ticket to first base. That'll make a play anywhere for the Oakland days. They're two down here in the back half of the fifth inning. John Roseboro has got an accidental base hit down the third base side. His last time up swings on this pitch. Dumps a foul ball out of play off the left field line. That goes into the stands. I guess the most surprised guy was uh, Roseboro when he got his single down the third base side the third inning. He'd been completely fooled on the pitch. Tried to get out of the way of it, fell away from it. The ball hit the bat, and so it had dribbled down the third base side, and Bando was playing a little too deep to be able to pick it up and throw him out. Pitch swung on by Roseboro. There's a long drive deep in the right field. Reggie Jackson going back for the fence, leaps up and hauls it in as he bounces into the fence. Oh, that's all. Roseboro drives Jackson to the wall in uh, right field. But Reggie stayed right with it and hauled her down for the catch. Oh, there were no runs. There were no hits in the inning. Two walks left two men on. There were no errors. And the score at the end of five full innings of play. Minnesota five and Oakland nothing. And now, out of KNBR's Baseball Hall of Fame steps Dave Nile. Uh, hi, Frank Dill. Dave, what in the world would you be doing in the KNBR Baseball Hall of Fame? Well, somebody's got to empty the ashtrays. And, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, and dust the pictures and sweep the floor. And once a week, I put new paper in the... No, wait a minute, Dave. Wait a minute. <laughs> I had to ask that, didn't I? Uh, but, but let's talk about baseball, Frank. All right, Dave. I've got another baseball quiz for you to help you learn the game better. Ask me anything. What do ballplayers do during the off-season? Uh, gain weight? No, never mind. Here's the next question. What happens to the last man in the showers? He shivers. He shivers? Why? All the hot water's gone. Oh, boy. <laughs> Try this one. What happens when an enraged player belts the poor umpire right in the nose? It bleeds. Anybody knows that. Haven't you ever had it? A... This is your last chance, Dave. Hurry up. Who is the athletic's biggest star? Oh, that's an easy one. Jim Nash. He weighs 215 pounds. Back to the ball game. Now for the start of the sixth inning. In the top half of the sixth inning, Rick Mundy and Pagney Roney, and then Roland, Roland Bass. Rick Mundy coming up to the plate. He grounded out the third inning from the shortstop Cardinals to the first baseman Reese. So Rick Mundy is 0-4-1 today. And again, we repeat, we're going into the sixth inning. Dean Chance has not allowed the Oakland A's a base hit. So, in the honesty of fair reporting tell you that this guy is spinning one right now. He pitches to Rick Mundy. The curve is high and outside for ball one. No runs, no hits, one error for Oakland. For the Twins, five runs, seven hits, and no errors. Rick Mundy stepping back up to the place as the wind is really whipping a lot of uh, dust and sand around right now. Chance delivers. The pitch is swung on by Rick Mundy. There's a line shot into the corner in left field. There'll be no no-hitter for him today. Rick Mundy digging for second base. He'll make it standing up with a double. So Rick Mundy's double here in the top half of the sixth inning. Ruins a no-hitter for Dean Chance. Rick hit that ball just where it was pitched, right on the outside, and he drilled it over the third baseman's head into the left field corner. Well, hit number one now for the Oakland A's in the top half of the sixth inning. That brings on Jim Pagliaroni. That wind is really whipping out now toward uh, center field. The clouds right now are rather low-hanging, and there's a lot of dust being blown up out back of left and center field. It is not raining right now. 
Chance looks back at second at Rick Monday. Delivers the plate. Aglaroni swings and hits a bounding ball foul outside of third base. Left and center field. It is not raining right now. Chance looks back at second at Rick Monday. Delivers the plate. Aglaroni swings and hits a bounding ball foul outside of third base. Chance gets a new one to work with. Kicking around out behind the mound. Rick Mundy ruined the no-hitter for Dean Chance here after Dean had pitched five full innings. And only one man had gotten to first base, and that was Bando on a walk back in the second inning. Rick Mundy took care of it all here in the sixth inning as the leadout man, sending a line shot double into the left field corner. Chance delivers. The pitcher swung on the bag and popped up. Back for second base, going out into right center field. Coming on for it is the right fielder Oliva and the wind blows the ball right out of his mitt. Got his mitt on it all right but it bent right out of his mitt. He dropped it and all hands are safe. So it's going to be an error on Tony Oliva to allow the A's to have runners now at first and third. Webster's coming on out of bat for uh, Jim Rowland. Oliva is usually a very dependable uh, fielder, but that wind really had him that time. Rick Mundy, of course, had to hold up to find out what was going to happen. Second baseman, Rod Carew, had sprinted back as far as he could for the ball. The wind caught it, took it out of his territory. Oliva was charging on for it and got under it all right and had to reach up for the ball. When he did, the wind at the last minute just uh, took it right away from him. He hit the tip end of his glove and rolled away. Remel Webster coming up to the plate now to hit for the Oakland A's, batting for Roland. Webster batting at 400. He has two runs batted in so far this year. Utility first baseman and outfielder. Chance to him with a fastball right across those white kangaroo shoes. That'll be ball one. Runners at first and third here for the A's. They're trying to get up on the scoreboard here in the sixth inning. They're trailing five to nothing. Down comes the pitch. Webster swings on a low curve ball and punches a foul off to the left of the plate to the stands out of play. One ball and one strike. Roland came in and pitched one-third of the fourth inning and pitched a fifth. So he's pitched one and a third innings and has been lifted now for a pinch batter. Webster up there swinging to Wood. He's a left-hand hitter. Chance leans forward, gets his sign from Roseboro. Delivers a plate, Webster swings, hits a high fly ball out into relatively short left field. Greg Nettles under it, makes a catch. Here's the tag up by Rick Mundy. The throw comes in, but it's cut off by the shortstop. Rick Mundy comes on in to score on a sacrifice fly hit by Ramon Webster here in the sixth inning. So it's now a five to one ball game. So here in this sixth inning, Dean Chance has been robbed of a no hitter and has been robbed of a shutout. Five to one ball game as the A's are trying to get back into it on a solid and even footing. The runner still at first base is Pagliaroni, and the batter up now is Campanaris. One out. Down comes the pitch to Campanaris, and the little fellow's after hits it off the handle foul. It's drilled right back into the seats behind home plate. No balls, one strike to count on Campanaris. Starting the third batting around for the A's. He's been up twice, struck out, and fly to center field. 
He's having the devil's own time getting himself on track here as a batsman this year. Chance works to him with a fastball and pours it through there, but it's low, and the count is one ball and one strike. One thing for sure, if Campanaris is not on the base pass running, it makes it a little bit easier for the opposite ball club. This guy can double a pitcher like uh, you wouldn't believe. And his speed on the base pass sorely needed each time the ball game is played. He's after a pitch that's a jammer and fouls it off the third base side on the ground. So Campanaris' count is one ball and two strikes. One out here, Paglioni is the runner at first base. Having gotten there, when Oliva dropped a fly ball for the first error for the Minnesota Twins. Now the A's have one run on one hit. The Twins have five runs on seven hits. So four more runs are needed by the Oakland A's to get back on an even footing with the Twins as Chance pitches to Campanaris. Campy swings and fouls it away right down off the left foot of John Roseboro, the veteran catcher of the Twins. Campy's count is one ball and two strikes. The only other ball game being played this afternoon in uh, either league, because it's played in the American League, the New York Yankees defeated the Boston Red Sox 6-4. Stoudemire beating Stang. Now Dean Chance. Pitches the plate. Campanaris on a check swing. Takes it inside and tight. Campy dropped his bat that time to make sure that plate umpire Odom didn't call a half swing against him. Campy actually was twisting away from that high inside Titan. Chant shakes off Roseboro. Now he's ready. 2-2 is the plate to Campanaris. Pitch a swung on by Campy and pop foul. Roseboro will have no play on this. It'll be back on the screen. Well, Campy's hanging in there tough. That's a count of two balls and two strikes. Got one out here in the top half of the sixth inning. The A's have scored one time, and they're up on the board now. They're just four runs behind. It's 5-1 to one in favor of the Twins. Campanaris gets on. Tommy Reynolds will be up there. Campy swings this time. Hits the ball to deep shortstop. Up with it comes Cardinals. Goes the short way to Carew at second base, forcing Pagley Rooney for out number two. And Campanaris now has become a base runner. Let's see what Campy's going to be doing. Of course, probably not much running, being four runs behind. But Pagley Rooney is out now. Second out in the inning. 6-4 put out if you're putting it down in the books with us this afternoon. That brings on Tommy Reynolds. Reynolds has been up twice today and has not been able to get the ball past shortstop. Cardinals has thrown him out on both occasions. Campanaris will lead it first. Reynolds ducks a high inside pitch right at the head. That'll be ball one. Dean Chance moves that ball around there on you quite well. He's got quite an assortment of stuff. Looks back over the shoulder, checking Campanaris. Throws to the plate, the fastball. Reynolds punches it through in the right field for the base hit. Campanaris moves to second, holds on as Oliva comes up with the ball and fires it in very quickly to shortstop. Who almost put the tag on Campanaris as he had overrun second base and had to hurry and scamper back. But Reynolds delivers with a hit into right field behind the runner. Campanaris moving down successfully to second base. He was off of mind for a moment, I believe, to try to take third. And then he saw that uh, Oliva was up with that ball quickly. Drilled it right back into the shortstop Cardinus, who was trying to get in behind Campanaris. And almost did it. So that'll be hit number two off Dean Chance. The A's now have one run and two hits. They have two outs here in this inning. They have two men on. Campanaris at second, Reynolds at first. Both men can run. And here is Reggie Jackson, who has flied the center and is grounded out to the right side to Rod Carew, the second baseman. Jackson waiting. Chance delivers to him. Jackson swings, hits the ball up into the air in center field. Well hit. Ted Ulander going back. Still going back, right in front of the running truck, way back, makes the catch. 
Looked for the moment as though Jackson had gotten that ball enough up into the wind to get it out of here. The ball was well hit, but you've got 430 feet to go to hit the fence. So Ulander, wheeling with the crack of the bat, was able to get under it, back on the winning track and make it. So one run for the A's to get up on the scoreboard. There were two base hits. There was one error, and there were two men left on. So the score at the end of five and one half innings of play, Minnesota five, and the Oakland A's have one. You're shopping for a low-priced car with a lot of moxie this week? Great. Shop one of us Pontiac dealers. We got a custom S that'll knock your eyes out. Hard tops, sedans, wagons, choice of colors, specially equipped with the kind of options you want. Plus the longest list of standard safety and performance equipment ever offered by Pontiac. And all featuring the great ride only a wide tracking Pontiac can give. All at prices you'll find hard to believe. Plus the highest trade-ins going. How come? We're giving breakaway deals right now. That's how come. Drop in this week. Ask for our breakaway deal on the low-priced car with a lot of moxie. Pontiac Custom S. You'll break away. Now to the last half of inning number six. And, of course, uh, Webster hit for Roland in the top half of the sixth inning. Means we're going to have to have a new pitcher for the Oakland A's. And the new pitcher coming on will be the sidearm sickball pitcher, Ed Sprague. And uh, while Ed Sprague starts to throw a few down from the mound to get the feel of it before pitching, let's pause here for station identification. This is the Oakland A's Baseball Network. The Good Life is here on KNBR Radio. The big one in San Francisco. out on the mound right now, making his fifth appearance this year. He has relieved four times and has no record. Matter of fact, he relieved on the ninth of this month against the Chicago White Sox at Oakland and pitched one and two-third innings. He came back then on the twelfth against Kansas City and pitched two innings of ball. Came back on the fifteenth against Minnesota in the only ball game they played at uh, the Coliseum this year in that 5-4 ball game, which uh, Minnesota was the victor. Ed Sprague was in a net ball game for one inning, and then at Kansas City, in the second game yesterday, Ed Sprague pitched one-third of an inning. So he's making his fifth appearance. Ed Sprague out on the mound right now. He'll pitch first of all here in the last half of the sixth inning to Dean Chance, the Minnesota pitcher. Dean, a right-handed batter, has been up uh, twice in the ball game. He walked in the third inning and was worked around as one of the runs. And then in the fourth inning, led off striking out. Swings on... A sinker this time. So Tommy Hawk and DeBlanc had had that by him before he had the bat off his shoulder. So that's strike one. Sprague comes sidearm again with a pitch that's in there for the strike. Nothing and two. Ed Sprague doing the pitching now for the Oakland A's. We're in the last half inning number six. Score five to one the Twins. There's a great big curve ball that snaps off outside. One ball and two strikes. Sprague stepped a little bit toward third base and crossfired the plate that time and snapped it off outside. One-two delivery. There's that side armor again. Swung on and fouled away. Well, the fans here sort of give a rock round of, a, rock round of applause to their pitcher, Dean Chance, for swinging at that one. Getting a piece of it. Not known as a good hitting pitcher by any matter of means. Takes a look at this pitch. It costs him. That's called strike three. 
Osprey comes out to strike out the first man he faces here in the sixth inning. That'll only be the fifth strikeout against the Twins here this afternoon, who are leading the ball game five to one. The batter coming up to the plate now is leadoff for Ted Ulander, left-hand hitter. One of the six in the batting lineup today for Billy Martin's Minnesota Twins. Ulander has lined the left to uh, Reynolds for an out, has single to right and scored a run as walk his last time out. Takes a pitch low and outside for ball one. Ed Reynolds certainly did make a diving catch in the last half of the first inning to rob Ulander of what could have been extra bases. Sprague rocks back. Comes over the top of the fastball, swung on and lined into left field for the base hit. Reynolds up with the ball, feeds it back into the infield, and with one out, Ulander becomes the base runner at first base. That'll give him two for three here this afternoon, and will be the first hit off at Sprague. And for the Twins, that'll be hit number eight. They got seven off Dobbs and none off Roland in his one and a third innings in relief, and now they get, they get one off Sprague. Batting left-handed is Rod Carew, the second baseman. He has struck out twice and has doubled once. He doubled to right center field in the first inning. He's cut down on the field as choice play. Struck out in the third, struck out in the fourth. Sprague checks his runner over at first base. That's Ulander. Peter is on the corner. Bando shallow at third. Pitch. He's taken low and outside. It'll be ball one. Ulander bluffed going to uh, second base, and Pagliaroni was right up out of the crowd, ready to fire. Ulander decided not to uh, test Pag's arm. One ball, no strike count. Sprague checks that runner, Ulander again. Now he's ready. Throws to the plate. The pitch is on the inside this time. Two balls and no strikes. Sprague keeping that ball low. Last half, inning number six. Twins lead it five to one by virtue of five big runs they picked up in inning number three off starting pitcher Chuck Dobson. Dobson in two and two-third innings gave up five runs on seven hits, walked a man and struck out one. Rowan came out in his relief to shut it off. Now Sprague is trying to do the same thing here. Six thing. The pitch with a runner breaking is swung on a miss. Throw down to Campanaris is not in time. And Ulander steals it. Well, the Twins out of stolen base to their efforts here this afternoon. This one stolen by Ulander. Gives him his second steal, incidentally, of the year. Ulander on at second base. Account. At the plate is two balls and one strike on Carew. Ulander has legged his way into scoring position at second base. Sprague will be checking him now over the right shoulder. Now the pitch. Down it comes to Carew. He runs up on it and bunts the ball back toward the mound. Sprague's only play will be to Cater. At first base, he throws the ball past Cater for an error, allowing the run to come in to score and going on down to third base on the overthrow at first will be Rod Carew. Sprague had that ball in plenty of time, but grabbed it and threw past first base for an error. And that allows the run to come in to score. Winding up at third base, Rod Carew. Batter is Tony Oliva now. That'll be the second error for the Oakland A's. One was charged, if you recall, to center fielder Rick Monday earlier in the ball game. 
Batting left-handed. Tony Oliva, runner at third base. Infield is pulled up tight now. Sprague delivers fastball right across the shoe tops. That'll be ball one. Six to one to score in favor of the Minnesota Twins. We'll see them for three more days right here at Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington. Down comes the pitch. Outside and high. Two balls and no strikes. Official score just reminds us again that there's no sacrifice. Credited to Carew, he was batting for a base hit. The error all the way, allowing him to get the third and the run to come in to score. Pitch is swung on. Up right back foul. So I'll leave his count now. Two balls and one strike. started with a dribbling, unintentional single down the third base side back in the third inning by Johnny Roseboro, who's completely fooled on a pitch. The sidearm delivery swung on and hammered into center field. It's in for the base hit. The run will come in easily to score. Oh, Oliva drives in a run his second of the ball game with a single in the center field. That'll be the second run here in the sixth inning. Wins now lead at 7-1. Craig has given up two runs, two hits. The better now is Harmon Killebrew, and he finds Oliva at first base. Only one out here in the sixth inning. Sprague is ready to work. Comes sidearm with a big curveball to Killebrew, and it's just a little low. It'll be ball one. Sun's back out now. We've lost the Misty Green. There's a throw to first. It's not in time. Oliva stepping back in ahead of it. Sprague ready to work again. Bumps it in there to kill a Bruno. Pitch is swung on and tip foul right off the chest protector of the plate umpire, Jim Odom. way back to the mound now to Ed Sprague. One out, last half of the sixth inning, one base runner. Two runs have been scored for the Twins. They lead it 7-1. Sidearm pitch, Killebrew waves at it, misses, that's strike two. Had he stepped toward third, cross-fired him. Little time is being called now for Sal Bando. The son having come out, he wants his uh, sunglasses. He's uh, got him now back to his position. One ball, two strike count. Oliva leads off at first base. One two pitch now to Killebrew. Side armor is called strike three. Killebrew's out of there. He checked his swing that time, but still the pitch was in there. Well, Sprague picks up his second strikeout. They're two outs. Oliva is still at first base, and Greg Nettles comes up to the plate. Another left-hand hitter. We'll keep an eye on Sprague. He's been working a lot of over-the-top pitches to these left-hand hitters. See if he works any to Greg Nettles. His natural delivery is a side armor. The submarine delivery. Checks the runner Oliva at first base. Comes over the top of the fastball and pops it in there for the strike. Moving away from first base now. 
Ag's got the mitt up as a target, and Sprague's ready to work. Delivers. The pitch is taken inside. Nettles backing off to watch that ball sail across the shoe tops. One ball and one strike. Last half of inning number six. Twins on this first meeting on the four days are leading at seven to one. Eddie's curveball is again inside, right about knee high. Two ball, one strike count. If Nettles gets on, we'll have uh, first baseman Rich Reese. Right now, we're concerned with Greg Nettles, the left fielder, and the base runner, Tony Oliva. Fastball right in off the hips. Well, the count jumps to three and one. On Nettles, who right now looks down at Morgan, the coach at third base. Tony Oliva, with his hands folded across his chest, stands there at first base with um, Danny Cater. Now he takes his lead and immediately draws the throw from Ed Sprague, but that's not in time. The outfield for Nettles pulled drastically around to the right. Big hole in the outfield is right down the left field line. Sprague delivers 3-1 as the runner breaks the pitch is swung on. There's a line drive, base hit, single in the right field. Here comes Jackson up with the ball. Fires it in to third base, but not nearly in time. With Oliva traveling all the way around to third on the hit and run play. The Twins aren't through here in the last half of the sixth inning yet. That'll be the third hit of Sprague. There is no activity down in the Oakland A's bullpen. The batter coming up to the plate now is Reese. Two big runs here in the inning for the Minnesota Twins so far. On three base hits. They have runners at first and third. There has been an error so far in the inning. Charge it to pitcher spray. Soft curveball is inside, right up against the belt buckle. One ball, no strike count on Reese, who has grounded out to shortstop, has singled the right field, and has struck out in that order. Last time out was in the fifth. He struck out. Sprague checks up on the runners at first and third, delivers a plate fastball, is punched foul back into the stands out of play. One ball, one strike. Settling the hard hat down on his head with the palm of his right hand. Now is up at the plate, ready to go. About midway in batter's box all the way around. Down comes the pitch to him. Way outside. Bagdaroni saved it. And he catches the runner off at first base. Goes down to first base to Danny Cater. Then the runner, Oliva, breaking from third. The throw back to Bagdaroni. And they get him. Oliva is caught stealing. And tagged out by Pacquiaroni at the play. Well, it's two runs here in the last half of the sixth inning. Two runs on one, two, three base hits. There was one error, and there was one man left on. The score at the end of six full innings of play now. It is Minnesota, seven, and Oakland has one. We were looking just a moment ago at the... A's yearbook. We feel quite sure that you'll like to have a year's one copy of this year's book for several different reasons. First of all, because it commemorates the 40th anniversary of the A's and the starting of the A's by Mr. Connie Mack, who founded the Athletics back in 1901 in the city of Philadelphia. Very fine stories about uh, Connie Mack. 
about his start in baseball, how the A's were born in Philadelphia, shows you the world champions of 1929. It gives you a complete rundown of the club officials today and gives you all of the men that are playing on the Oakland A's ball club, both family pictures and record pictures and all the records. You can obtain your copy of the yearbook simply by mailing your request to yearbook, Oakland A's, Oakland Coliseum. And it enclose a dollar twenty-five cents to twenty-five cents for handling and mailing. So get your copy right away. Now we're ready for the top half of the seventh inning. Here's Monday. Here's the first pitch to Sal Bando, and it's a bouncer to Killebrew near third. He slings it over across the diamond, and it pulls the first baseman race off the bag. Bando gets around the tag. He's safe at first. That Reese made quite a circus try at getting him. It's an error on Harmon Killebrew on the throw. Mando is safe over at first base. That's the second error on the Twins in this ball game, but they can afford a few because they're leading by a score of 7-1. Here's Danny Cater. Danny 0 for 2 this afternoon, hit into a double play in the second inning and flied to right in the fifth. Chances allowed only two base hits. But even at that, he was very close to being in deep trouble when Jackson almost hit one out of here with two on. Pitch swung on a missed strike one. Chance has not won a game this year. This is only his second outing. All one pitch. Cater fouls it off. Last year, the A's beat Dino twice. However, for his career, he has beaten the Athletics 12 times. They have beaten him only six. This fine right-hander has a winning record against almost all clubs. No ball, two strikes on Cater. Spitz inside, ball one. trailing 5-1 and two men on base. Reggie Jackson hit a 420-foot blast into center field and had the wind had not shifted just shortly prior to that the ball would have been nestled into the center field seats here. Here's the pitch. Hater fouls it down. So that was a big one that Newlander was able to run down that would have made it a 5-4 ball game. But instead of that, it's now 7-1 to one as the Twins came back then and scored a couple off Ed's break. One-two pitch. Cater hits a bouncer to short. Looks like a double play bar. Carden has stole Carew for one and over to Reese the double play. So Cater hits into his second double play of the afternoon. And it brings to the plate Dick Green, who has done so far... Not much of that plate today. He has struck out twice. Chance has had excellent stuff, and he's had good control. He's walked only one man. Green takes a curve for a call strike. Dick's 28th birthday today. pitches. Green bumped the ball down the third baseline. Picked up by Killebrew. His throw to first. He got him this time. Green, he that one a little hard. Throw it three up, three down. No run.
lines are hit. One error and nobody left. The score in the middle of the seventh, seven to one, Minnesota. You're on the road a lot, but you'd like to have the kind of car that doesn't make it seem like you're on the road a lot? Wide track it. See one of us Pontiac dealers this week. We've got great new 1969 Pontiac Catalinas at prices you'll find hard to believe. Hard tops and sedans, convertibles, wagons, choice of colors, with all the power options you want. And with the longest list of standard performance and safety equipment ever offered by Pontiac. Great trade-ins now, too. How come? It's all part of the breakaway deals we're making right now on all our new 1969 Pontiacs. So drop by and see one of us Pontiac dealers and get your breakaway deal. You may be on the road a lot, but in a new 69 Catalina, it won't seem like you're on the road a lot. Now to Rich Reese, who was at the plate. When uh, they got Tony Oliva. Twins have indicated, certainly, that they're going to be a much different ball club than they have been the past few years. They're going to do a lot of running under Billy Martin. They have basically the same people. But Martin likes to run, and he has added a little speed in a few spots that they have not had before. Ready, here's the pitch. There's a drive through the middle of base hit. Oh, these twins are hanging them out today. That's 11 base hits so far. Reese gets his second. Here's Leo Carter as the shortstop now for Minnesota. He's not had a hit today. He's been very busy on his shortstop. He's been fielding quite flawlessly, and he has had a lot of chances. There's the pitch. Curve low, outside in the dirt. Nice pickup by Pagliaroni. Another thing the Twins have done here this afternoon that's uh, a little bit out of character with what many teams in the big leagues do. They were ahead 5-1 to one and are still running. They've been doing the hit and run uh, and stealing with a pretty good lead. Here's the pitch. It's inside for a ball. Two balls, no strikes to count. Nobody out. We're in the seventh inning. The Twins pouring it on 7-1. to one. They're trying for their seventh win in a row. They beat California here yesterday 12-1. to one. Sprague's pitch is low and outside. Ball three. Eddie has not been sharp at all here today. This is the kind of a day you wonder how a pitcher ever throws. I hit or hits 35 mile an hour winds and it's blustery, rainy, cold. There's a cold strike. Three and one now. Flag has changed directions about four or five times an inning out there today. Looking out over the stands in left field, there's a big plowed field out there and you can't see anything but dust blowing. Here's the pitch with a runner going. It's sliced foul out of play and the Twins continue to run. Leading by six runs. Full count now on Cardenas. Here 
Turner off first base. He's going again. Here's the pitch. Ball popped up right side of the infield. Danny Cater staying right with it. He's going to be in fair territory when it makes the catch. The wind blew it around. Danny got it. And Reese made it back into first base. So Eddie came back to get Cardenas from 3-0. One out here is Roseboro, the catcher who had a base hit. In the third inning, it started the Twins' beginning. Two strikes on him. Dobson made a pitch to the inside part of the plate. Roseboro tried to get out of the way and couldn't, but got a base hit out of it when he rolled down the third base line. Here's the pitch. High ball one. Tomorrow, it'll be Raleigh Fingers getting his first major league start. Young left-hander by the name of Tommy Hall will pitch for Minnesota. strongly now. They're almost holding the game up. Sounds like a tornado almost. This looks like a little bit like Kansas to you. Here's a 1-0 pitch. It's out of play. Wow. It's a good day to be inside, but 4,130 are here today. turns and throws back over to first base. One ball, one strike. Pitch. Hot shot on the ground off the glove of Danny Cater. Dick Green hustles, picks it up, throws the spray covering. He got him on a great play. Now we got an argument. Billy Martin's out on the field. He's claiming that uh, Ed Sprague bobbled the throw from the second baseman Dick Green. The umpire called the guy out at first. Martin is asking Ed Runge to give him some help on the play. Boy, Billy's pouring it on the first base umpire. Dick Green made a tremendous play that time. That ball was off the glove of Danny Cater at first. Green backed it up. Now Martin's going down to second base to appeal to Ed Runge on the play. They're leading 7-1, but this gives you an idea of how Billy Martin battles. Now Martin is going back to the first base umpire. And he's pointing his finger, shaking his finger at him. He is nose-to-nose with him and pouring it on. And Berkeley Billy is after him. Now here comes Rungi over after him. Billy's got a conference call going on between the umpires. (laughs) Sprague did bobble the ball. There's no question about it. But he had clean possession of it at one time. The argument's over, and the fans give Billy a round of applause. Well, actually, Marty, I think uh, Eddie had bobbled that ball after the put-out had been made, and he stepped off at first base, and he started to turn around, and that's when he bobbled the ball, but he, he kept it. Pitch hitter now, the name of Manuel, left-handed batter coming up for Minnesota. Charlie Manuel, he's a rookie. And the pitch coming is inside for a ball. Twins have somebody working out of their bullpen now. 
with this tremendous wind gale blowing, they've decided that Dean Chance shouldn't work anymore here today. Here's the pitch. It's inside, ball two. I'm not exaggerating, fans. The flag's about to be torn off the pole here. Fans are heading for cover. That plowed field over behind this ballpark, you can't see a bit of it. Wind's got to be up 50 or 60 miles an hour now. <laughs> There's a bouncing ball right side of the infield. Green has got it. He throws the cater for the out. So the side is retired here in the seventh inning to score. Minnesota 7, Oakland 1. This season, 397 pounds of mustard. After seven innings, and left-hander Joe Grazenda, who at one time was in the A's organization, goes to the mound for Minnesota. I'm frankly glad to see this guy uh, get a chance to play in the big leagues again. Joe uh, had a lot of tough luck in the A's organization, went over to the Mets, thought he had that ball club made. He came out of the Detroit Tiger organization. Here's a guy that's been in the minor leagues many, many, many years. So Grazenda comes on and there are other defensive changes with Tovar in left and Quillacy at third. We'll catch those up for you in just a minute. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Oakland A's Baseball Network. The good life is here on KNBR Radio. The big one in San Francisco where it's 56 degrees. Joe Grazenda, left-handers on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. He has been in five games. Winning, not losing one. He has an earned run average of 1.50 so far. Rick Monday will be the first man that he faces. The Twins have Cesar Tobar out in left field. Frank Quillacy at third base. And they've announced now the wind gust here is 47 miles an hour. Oh, brother. Throw out an anchor on a day like this. Rick Monday got the first hit. Off the ball game off Dean Chance. It was a double in the sixth inning down the left field line. Monday steps in to face Grisenda. Left-hander for the Twins. Throws to the plate. A call strike. The Twins traded away a left-hander, Merritt. But they had some good ones in their farm system at Hall and Grisenda. A one-pitch. Monday fouls one off down the third baseline, strike two. I think Grisenda was probably the surprise of the camp for the Minnesota Twins. Oh, he played his first pro ball in 1955. Guy struck out 189 batters one year in the minor leagues at Birmingham. Here's the pitch high for a ball, one and two. The A's ready. Here's the one-two pitch. Curve is inside. Ball two.
Rosenda throws 2-2. Mundy takes outside. Ball three. The Twins broke the game open early against Chuck Dobson in the third inning. They got five runs. Added two more in the sixth inning. And it's 7-1 Oakland. The A's have had only two hits today. Here's ball forward Rick Monday. Rick is on. That's just a second walk issue to A's today. Here's Jim Pagliaroni. Pag's 0 for 2. Presenda pitches to Pag who takes a call strike. out of their bullpen. Billy Martin is going out to the mound in the trot. Talk to Grisenda here. It's a 7-1 lead. Billy wants to get this thing going. He knows he can't uh, get it over with with the pitcher throwing balls. It's raining again now. We have run the gamut in weather here today. Everything but snow. Aglironi fouls it off, two and two. The crowd looks like it's been on a yo-yo all day. Somebody in the upper deck just once in a while yanks a string, and they all start coming back up here. They've quit raining. They'll go back down again. This is four trips today for everybody out of the box seats, back under the cover. Two-two pitch. Aglironi hits one deep to left field. That ball's hit pretty good, but Tovar is there and makes the catch knee high. Aglironi hit one hard, but it was fighting the wind all the way, and it's a miracle that Tovar was able to catch it. Here's Tom Hershberger coming on, the trench hitter now. What did that say, Tom? Tom Corwin just said Hershberger's coming up. <laughs> I put them together. All right, here's Hershberger up for the A's. He's going to be batting as a pinch hitter. First pitch is fouled away. Max batting 194. One strike, one out. The runner at first, the A is down by six runs. Resenda's pitch, bouncer foul. Grisenda curveball. There are two down. Here's Campaneris. 
Happy 0 for 3 this afternoon. The A's a team that led the American League in hitting last year. And Campanaris had more hits than any player in the league last year, and none of them's gotten started yet. Happy tried to hit that ball to right field and fouled it off. Strike one. So far, the wins the A's have had have been uh, because of outstanding pitching. Here's the pitch. Campy takes inside at high ball one. But those hits will start coming pretty soon, I would imagine, and put that together with the pitching, and it'll be all right. Today, Thompson, the pitcher, was bomb. The A's got behind so much early, they had a hard time trying to get back in this one against a real good right-hander. Campanaris hits a bouncing ball to short. Carden has had it, throwing to Carew for the fourth out, and that's all for the A's. In the eighth inning, no runs or hits. The man left on him to score, 7-1 to Minnesota. This current road trip of the Oakland A's will be ending on May the 2nd. On May the 2nd, they will be returning home to the Coliseum for a Friday night game with Seattle, and then one again on Saturday, a day game. Campy tried to hit that ball to right field and fell it off. Strike one. So far, the wins the A's have had have been uh, because of outstanding pitching. Here's the pitch. Campy takes inside at high ball one. But those hits will start coming pretty soon, I would imagine, and put that together with the pitching, and it'll be all right. Today, Thompson, the pitcher, was bombed. The A's got behind so much early, they had a hard time trying to get back in this one against a real good right-hander. Campanaris hits a bouncing ball to short. Cardenas has it, throwing to Carew for the fourth out, and that's all for the A's. In the eighth inning, no runs or hits, the man left on of the score, 7-1 to one, Minnesota. This current road trip of the Oakland A's will be ending... On May the 2nd, on May the 2nd, they will be returning home to the Coliseum for a Friday night game with Seattle, and then uh, one again on uh, Saturday, a day game. They'll uh, have a doubleheader with Seattle then on the 4th of May, and of course that will be an afternoon affair on Sunday. And Tuesday, the Washington Senators come in for two nights, followed by the New York Yankees on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then Boston for two nights, and then comes Detroit. But uh, the big part about the current upcoming home stand will be the May 10th Saturday day game with the New York Yankees, and that'll be bat day. Uh, we'd like to invite all of the youngsters to come down and get their bats at the Coliseum. Please remember, all youngsters 12 years and under will be admitted to the general section of the Coliseum for 75 cents. So mark it down on your calendar now, kiddies. May the 10th, Saturday, bat day with the Yankees. We'll see you. is the A's new pitcher. Fourth one used today. Chuck Dobson went two and two-thirds innings. They gave up all, gave up five runs and seven hits. Roland went two and a third innings and did not give up a hit or a run. He struck out three. Ed Sprague pitched two innings and gave up two runs and four hits, striking out two. Lindblad in his third game of the year. Lindy pitched third of an inning on the second day of the season, and six days later against Minnesota, pitched uh, one inning. So he's only pitched an inning and a third of baseball so far this year. 
Whitney ought to be uh, pretty well rested up. They've been saving him for late inning relief, and actually, uh, the A's haven't been ahead that much in a ball game uh, or a short amount, and had a pitcher get in trouble. We've had some pretty good uh, pitching performances in the wins the A's have had. There have been six of them, and we've had complete pitching jobs by Odom, Nash, and Hunter, and Dobson in four of those games. So there's not been a whole lot of uh, work for the late inning relievers. And uh, Luke Krause came into one of those ball games and saved one for Odom. So there's not been a whole lot of work for Krause and Lindblad as yet. But you can bet there will be before the season's over. Here's Ted Ulander, a hustling center fielder from Minnesota who's had two for three today. Lindy's pitch. It's outside, ball one. And Ulander, who did not have a hit when he came into the Oakland Coliseum in something like 19 or 20 at-bats, has been hit the mouth pretty good lately. There's a curveball, low and away. Two balls, no strikes. pitch. Strike. It's in there. It's top of the order for the Twins here in the eighth inning. Ulander, Carew, and Oliva. To win here this afternoon, the Twins can jump on to the top spot of the American League standings in the Division West. Call strike two. The A's were one base hit away from being on top by themselves yesterday. They lost down in Kansas City in that second game, and they all figured that a hit would have KO'd Drabowski earlier. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Slow curve is high, ball three. So this uh, year is going to be quite an exciting one, I think, with the A's, Chicago, Minnesota. The Angels probably will be playing much better than they are so far. 3-2 pitch. Fouled away. Take a look at the standings right now in that Western Division. And it's anybody. The Twins are the team somebody's going to have to knock off because they're hot right now. They're about to win their seventh in a row here today. Another foul ball back into the crowd. Balls, two strikes. Lynn Blatt's pitch. Hot shot on the ground. Danny Cater cannot come up with it. It goes out into right field. A base hit. Hulander's going to hold on at first base as Jackson comes up with that ball. They were giving Hulander the go-ahead sign there for a minute, but then Jackson came up with it. And Eulander has to hold on. That's his third hit of the day. Here's Carew. He has had one hit. A double in the first inning. He struck out twice and gotten on in an air. Seven to one to score. Minnesota's leading. They out hit the A's 12 to two. Here's the pitch. Curve for a call strike. have in their lineup in Ulander, Carew, Oliva, 
Nettles and Reese and Cardenas, all guys who are fairly fast. Much different from the lineup they had the last few years. Here's Fitch. Bouncing ball hits slowly towards Danny Cater at first. He's only going to have one play. That's to Dick Green covering at first base. Green, he turned around. He was afraid there for a second. They weren't going to call uh, Carew out, but they did. Ulander moves into second. There's one out now. And the batter is Tony Oliva, who's had two hits, knocking in two runs today. will be tonight except the one game in the American League other than this one New York and Boston it's already over Yankees won it the pitch popped up on the infield Sal Bando calling for it in around the pitcher's mound and he's got it two away here's Cesar Tovar coming up for his first time today guy that played almost every day last year in a different position. This year so far, Tovar has been used only in certain lineups. I guess left-handed pitching and then late in the game for defensive reasons after the Twins got a lead. Here's a pitch to the right-handed batter and it's in there for a call strike. the last two years have been voted the most outstanding Minnesota Twins player. Here's the pitch to him, and there's a fly ball in the line drive top area, left center field. It's going to the wall. Another run scores. Bundy picks the ball up in the warning track and center, throws it back into the relay, man. It's going to be a triple for Tovar. So they put Tovar in for defense, and he triples off the left center field wall. 430 feet from the plate. It's now an 8-1 to ball game, Minnesota. That spot of the batting order has knocked in three runs today. Killebrew had two, and now Tovar won. Here's Frank Quillacy up to bat for the first time. Pitch to him is swung on and missed strike one. Quillacy is sort of a playing coach here in Minnesota. He goes in at third base in late innings of a game where the Twins are ahead in the place of Killebrew. Twins have pounded out 13 base hits today. Here's the pitch. Call strike. pitch outside for a ball during this current winning streak the twins are on their team is hitting the ball at 332 average they have outscored their rivals 40 to 18 over the last six games prior to today there's a foul ball back to the screen 
Well, in the last seven games, counting this one, the Twins have scored 48 runs in seven games. That's an average of about seven runs a ball game. You don't need a whole lot of pitching if you get that kind of offense. The pitch to Quillacy is high and outside, ball two. Fishing. Here it comes. Ball, foul ball. Close, he tried to check his swing and hit the bat. Bounced off the hand of Jim Pagliaroni. Rubbing his right hand a little bit right now. up and pitches 2-2, high and outside ball three. Tomorrow, Raleigh Fingers for the A's and Tom Hall for the Twins. On Wednesday, Catfish Hunter will come back and start again. He was knocked out of the box yesterday over in Kansas City. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Fly ball down the third base line. Sal Pando calling for it. And makes the catch in foul ground. So that's all for the Twins here in the eighth inning. They scored one run on two hits. We go to the ninth. It's eight to one, Minnesota. Dave Niles. Frank Dills. Yes, sir, Dave. I've got an idea. Why don't, why don't we pretend you're calling a game? You're the play-by-play man. Yep. <laughs> so you're out at the Coliseum. The game is about ready to start, and you're on the air, Dave. Okay. Hi there, sports fans. Here we are at the old ballpark, ready for another disaster. Wait a minute. Disaster, Dave? What do you mean, disaster? You didn't let me finish, Frank. I was going to say we're ready for another disaster for the opposing team. See? We're going to destroy them. Well, I think it'd be better if you just stick with the facts, Dave. Okay, Frank, let's do it again. Hi there, sports fans. It's another rotten day out at the old ballpark. Wait a minute, Dave. It's never a rotten day at the ballpark, Dave. It's not? No. Okay. Once again. Hi there, sports fans. It's another beautiful day at the ballpark. You fans that are being blown out of the seats over there in Section G, just relax. The tornado will blow over in an hour or so. Wait, wait, wait. Dave. Dave, Dave, you go ahead and practice. I just remembered I've got an appointment. I'm getting out of here. Okay, Frank. Hi there, sports fans. It's another day at the old ballpark. And here we are. It's the top half of the ninth inning now. For the Oakland A's, it'll be Tommy Reynolds, Reggie Jackson, and Sal Bando. Against Joe Grisinda, left-hander, who's trying to hold on to one here for Dean Chance, who pitched seven very strong innings. Nino will be our guest on the Head and Home Show today. On Thursday here, it'll be John Odom for the A's and Boswell for Minnesota. We have three more afternoon games. We'll be on the air at 10 minutes past 11 o'clock Pacific Coast time all of those days. And then Friday night, the A's will throw Big Jim Nash at the Seattle Pilots in Seattle. It'll be our first trip ever in there. And that game will be televised back into the Bay Area on Channel 44 and throughout the state on the A's network. Here's Tom Reynolds now. Reynolds has had one hit today. Bouncer foul outside of third. 
The A's have had only two. Tommy's hit safely in the last four games in which he has played. Pitch to him. Swung on line to left field. That's a base hit. And it goes down into the corner. Tovar chasing it. Rails touches first. He hits to second. And he's going to coast in there with a double. So for the last four games in a row, Tommy Reynolds has had two hits a game for the A's as he's busting his way right into that lineup. Reynolds on at second, and it brings up Reggie Jackson. He almost turned this game around for the A's with a blast in the sixth inning. The A's were trailing only 5-1 to one at the time. There were two on, and Jackson hit a 420-footer in the left center field that was caught. Resenda's pitch. It's in the dirt. Ball one. Jackson is a game-breaking type player. Yesterday in Kansas City, the A's were down by two runs, and Jackson hit one of the longest home runs ever seen in Kansas City to tie the ball game. He had 29 homers last year, and 13 of those 29 home runs either tied or won ball games. 1-0 pitch. It's a wild pitch, goes all the way back to the screen. Reynolds goes over to third base. Art Bauer goes out to the mound now. One of the new coaches for the Minnesota Twins. He pitches batting practice here. Now they've had uh, Billy Martin. Art Fowler both talking with Grisenda and they start their bullpen to work again. Twins are leading 8-1. to one. You'd think they wouldn't be worried about a whole lot right here. But as Billy Martin said about yesterday's 12-1 ball game, he never considers them over until they get the last out. Jackson takes a strike. It's 2-1. at third base with nobody down. Here's the pitch. Jackson takes call strike two. I don't know what Reggie's waiting on, but he has taken two fastballs right down the middle. Now the 2-2 pitch. This one's outside, ball three. Jackson plants his feet at the plate now, and the full count, three and two pitches on the way. Fouls it off. Three balls, two strikes. The A's got their only run in the sixth inning when Rick Monday doubled, went to third on an error, and scored on Ramon Webster's sacrifice fly ball. The wind. Here's a pitch to Jackson. It's high and inside ball four. So Reggie goes to first base, and that brings up Sal Bando. Sal has walked this afternoon, grounded out to third, and made it to first on an error. It took some rather fancy stepping around first base to get there. Grisenda's pitch to Bando swung on and missed strike one. 
Mando digs in at the plate. Here's the pitch. Check swing as foul ball back to the screen. Strike two. So Brazenda has quickly jumped up ahead of Mando now. Tenders ready. Pitches. Hi, ball one. You know, Al was mentioning bad day a moment ago. That's going to be May 10th. In Oakland, a Saturday afternoon, there's a real big day coming up too, May 31st. It'll be cap day at the Coliseum where everybody who goes gets a cap, not just the kids. One and two to Bando. Outside. It goes to two and two now. position that day money's going to be the Cleveland Indians too. That's right on a big Saturday afternoon. Big story is will the Hawks be with the Indians? 2-2 yeah. <laughs> two, two pitch. Strike three called. Mando jumped out away from the plate and he is complaining bitterly now to Jim Odom. Standing off to the side of the plate, Mando got knocked right off the plate with that one and the umpire called him out. There's one away, runners still at first and third base, and the batter's Danny Cater is in into two double plays in this game. Scrazenda's second strikeout. Cater has to move out away from the plate while the wind blows dust up around there a little bit. Hayes yesterday left ten runners at third base in their ball game in Kansas City, losing by two. Cater takes outside, ball one. Avent Reynolds at third base with nobody down here again today. The same thing happened yesterday at a critical time of the game. Pitch. Cater hits a drive deep to left field. That ball is way back there. Tobar at the fence cannot get it. It's off the wall. Here comes a man in to score, and because Jackson couldn't tell if it were going to be caught or not, he only makes it to second base. Danny Cater hit a line drive that just missed being a home run by about two feet up on that high screen in left field. It's an 8-2 ball game. Jackson at second base, and Cater on with the longest single of his life, probably. Here's Dick Green. Greeny without a hit today in three at-bats. Pitch to him. It's a wild pitch in the dirt. Both runners advance. That ball bounced out in front of home plate about 10, 15 feet. Billy Martin's coming out of the dugout. That's going to be all for Grisenda. So Billy is making a move to the bullpen right now. He's taking Grisenda out of here after the wild pitch moves the runners to second and third. Now Billy is uh, showing signs to the manager that he is... uh, He's going to be not too patient with pitchers. One thing about it, Marty, uh, this Billy Martin doesn't believe in giving the other ball club any chance of any kind. He was that way as a player. He's been that way as a manager in the minor leagues. He's been that way as a coach. And he's showing it again here as a manager with the Minnesota Twins. Billy believes in one thing, Marty. He believes in getting on top, staying on top, because he says, as long as you're a front runner, you make the other guy play your kind of ball game. Or whatever you're doing, you make him come to you and rather you going to him. So uh, Billy Martin, just to stop this thing right now, apparently, is calling on another pitcher. 
and uh, we'll see what happens. This Grisenda looks like a pretty good left-hander, though, Marty. It looks as though they've uh, made a pretty good choice, this fella. Well, Joe's, uh, he's had a little control problems down through the years. He had a sensational earn run average of 1.20 year before last the minor leagues when the Mets bought him. Had a lot of tough luck. This time, uh, he comes out of there. One thing, you know, uh, we heard a very successful Major League manager say one time, you've got to have a little bit of killer instinct in you to be a good manager. He said when another club is uh, down by six or seven runs, don't abandon your game plan uh, just because of that. He said if you've got a, an idea of how you want to play baseball, whether it be hit and run, a speed type game or what, he doesn't believe in uh, quitting playing your style of game just because of the score of the game. I think that's a pretty good idea. I do too, Monty, because after all, as I say in the trade, if you want to win ball games, you've got to go out and get them. You've got to go out and get them any way you can, and you've got to fight uh, knuckle and tooth all the way. I see Bob Miller's going to be your new pitcher, Monty. You know, I recall the year uh, Maury Wills stole so many bases for the Major League record uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. A lot of players and uh, some fans even criticized him for running when his team was behind by quite a few runs in the ball game and uh, for running and stealing when they were ahead by six and seven runs. But Wills says those uh, are just as important as anything else. He said, I'm supposed to be paid to steal bases, and that's what I'm going to do. And he did it, disregarding the fact that uh, he might be hurt in some of those uh, tries down there. Well, Walter Olson went all the way with him, Marty, in uh, 1962 when he stole his 106 bases. And uh, I was very lucky, I guess, that year. I had the broadcast in which uh, he stole uh, the record-setting uh, number of bases. And uh, Walter Olson, uh, of course, always gave Willie, uh, w Murray Wills the opportunity to run whenever he wanted to. That's one thing Campaneris, where the A's, has not done a whole lot of. When the A's, uh, in, in the past, have uh, been behind or ahead by a whole lot, Campy doesn't run that much. And uh, there was another note on that broadcast, too, I meant to mention, Monty. Uh, the guy that was producing that broadcast on NBC that day happens to be our Mr. Ashby. And he and I worked together on that broadcast. Well, here's Dick Green now at the plate with uh, runners at second and third to one away against Bob Miller, a right-hander for Minnesota. Homer Dodger pitches to Green, who takes the call strike. It's one and one now. Miller's been in six games, has a 6.00 earned run average. Cranks up and throws to Green. There's a fly ball on the infield. That's not going to score anybody. First baseman Rich Reese is under it and makes the catch, and there are two out now. So Dick has had lots of men on base ahead of him in the last couple of days. He's knocked in a few of them. If he had been uh, hitting as hot in the last couple of days as he has been most of the year with those men in base, he would have had, well, I can think now, of uh, seven more runs batted in. Here's Rick Mundy now with two down. We're in the top half of the ninth inning. The A's trailing by six runs. Miller's pitch. And that's low, ball one. Eight attendance here today, 4,130. They've drawn 49,740 so far here in Minnesota. They always draw well over a million here, but they never get started until the weather gets warm. Monday takes low for ball two. We're 
talking today, it's uh, one thing that is a little bit of a shame, really, uh, and as much as the A's and the Twins, two of the top teams in the Western Division have had to play this four-game series early in the season in Minnesota, and they've all got to be day games. These four games have been played along July or so. They could have backed this place for all the big games. Here's a 2-0 pitch to Monday. He's taking a call strike. to two the score. Imagine the Twins having a lead like this and using their third pitcher of the day. Chance the starter went seven innings and was tough. 2-1 pitch. Monday Rams one in the center, a base hit. That's going to score two runs. Jackson comes in to score. Cater comes right behind him and Monday is back on target with that bat. It's an 8-4 ball game now. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Oakland A's Baseball Network. Good Life is here on KNBR Radio, the big one in San Francisco. I hear Jim Paglioni coming up for the A's. The A's have been behind by several a lot of times this year. They never seem to quit. Came back and almost caught a team that was ahead of them 7-1 earlier. Here's a pitch to Pag. It's inside ball one. Three runs in this inning charged to Grisinda. The A's have made the most of their hits. They've had only five hits and scored four runs. Pitch is inside and high, ball two. Jim Paglioni at plate for the A's. He's 0 for 3 here this afternoon. Pitch. Down the middle of call strike. Ron Paranowski, their top reliever up in the bullpen now. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Aglieroni hits one high in the air in the left field, not too deep. This should be the ball game. Tovar is under it and makes the catch, and that's it. Final score of the game, the Minnesota Twins 8 and the Oakland A's 4. This is Chuck Huntley, NBC News. During the course of this decade, we have witnessed more phenomenal events than ever before in our history. Miraculous advances in the fields of medicine, communications, and technology. Fantastic new products, ones most of us never dreamed were remotely possible. We've seen both college campuses and countries in revolt. 